and how it was being influenced from or, or, or influence of those that's considered Jews at the time that were so-called Christians that was encouraging them to do things that was against the word of God, which one was circumcision. Not going to continue to go down that path because Pastor had already taught that. But I do want to reflect on the several uh, series that he started out in verse um, in, in week one that he talked about so, sounds like he's serious, that series. Week two, trouble in the cafeteria. Week three, the bewitched and the bestowed Paul. And then week four, which was last week, freedom to live out the gospel. And now we're in week five, spirit-empowered righteousness. And by the way, just tell your neighbor, we are empowered. We are empowered. You know, as I reflect on this, um, this series and in this text, it reminds me of back in December of 1984. I didn't know if I wanted to tell you the time. <laughs> and it was December the 24th, 1984. I was so excited, so excited for this day to come, which was the next day, Christmas. And I was so excited that I was telling my friends, I think I'm going to get this gift. I asked my parents for this gift. And what I was excited about was the Walkman. Anybody know about that? The Walkman. Now, I'm really, like, aging myself. I'm really, really aging myself. But I was nine at the time, so you can go ahead and add up the years. But the Walkman, if you had the Walkman, you were the man or the woman. It was the transition from the A-track, hello somebody, and the cassette tape, okay? And you had the headphones that were smaller, because before the headphones were really big, and now they brought it back now. But at the time, they had, in the 70s and early 80s, you had the big headphones, and then you have now that Walkman coming up with the smaller headphones. Now they even have it where it's is very small. But anyways, I wanted this Walkman so bad. And my friends talked about this new technology. And I got up that morning and I went downstairs and there was the Walkman. I'm not going to tell you what music that I had. That's irrelevant for, for the the sermon series. But what's so significant about the Walkman, you can carry it around with you and it didn't plug up to anything. And what's amazing is that it only took two Daryl Sarah batteries. The, the, I think that's the, uh, the 2A, the AA batteries. 
you couldn't put any other battery type in this kind of Walkman because it was designed to only take a certain kind of battery. If you put a 1A or if you put a triple A, it will not fit, it will not actually work. And so the Walkman will not function correctly, all right? As we look at our lives as Christians, we have a power source as well, and it is the Holy Spirit. And he is the only one source. In order for us to operate being empowered to fulfill the gospel of Jesus Christ, we must walk with the Spirit. The scripture says, but I say, walk with the Spirit. And walking, if you think about your children, they walk beside you. In this context, you can visual that, but the only thing, the Holy Spirit is on the inside of us. The Holy Spirit directs us from the inside, and in a few minutes, I'm going to tell you how, his, how God's design is with that. And it's you, and he said, you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. Okay, so when you're walking, if you could think about it, sometimes when you have your child, you can walk ahead of them, and just a little bit to direct them. That's how the Holy Spirit should be. It should never be where the child is in front. And sometimes our Christian life, we want to go ahead of God. Amen? And so God sometimes has to pull us back. But then there's sometimes we are lagging. And then God has to pull us forth. But the Spirit, in Greek term, is pneuma. Does that word look familiar? It looks familiar. If you saw or heard of the term pneumonia, that word is, um, it is the, the word pneumonia is derived from that part of that word, that Greek word pneuma. And it is the power by which we feel, think, and make choices. Then it empowers, i got to explain this, empower means Greek term dunamis, which means explosion, all right, or like dynamite. Power, strength, and ability. This is what we have from the Holy Spirit. We are able to do what God calls to do only if we allow the Holy Spirit to have control of our life. And so the chart I want to show you here, as you see, we are made up in the three. As God had made Adam and Eve, he made the Father. We are made out of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And we were made in his image. And a representation of that, the spirit, the soul, and the body, also three in one. And the spirit, as you see, controls our emotions. I'm going to say it again. The spirit 
controls our emotions. And we must be mindful to fast and to pray and to meditate, as Joshua said, so we can be filled with the Spirit and have our emotions checked. Amen? Amen. I got one. I'm going to take that one. I'm going to take that one. Thank you. I'm going to leave that one for later. (laughs) And the mind and the will. So our choices is what's crucial here. For the desires of the flesh are against the spirit. And so remember that Paul was even talking about in in, 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 um, verse 8 how we can oppose and go against each other. Verse 18, I mean, and verse 17 and verse 18. Um, The spirit are against the flesh, for these are opposed to each other, to keeping from doing the things you want to do. For the desires of the flesh, okay? And we remember what um, pastor had talked about what flesh mean. And I'm going to use the long long term. (laughs) Flesh is the sum total of the impulses, urges, desires that lead human beings away from virtue towards self-promotion and self-gratification, often at the expense of the interests and well-beings of others, of the harmony of the community, or accomplishing of the purposes of God in our lives, communities, and world. It is the things that are not of God. And that's what the enemy wants you to do. So he wants to plug in a different source. He wants you to feed your flesh. And so if we're going to operate and do what Paul is saying to the Galatians, how are we going to be able to be uh, focus on the one gospel and the one family, it's going to take the source of the power of the Holy One. Amen. Next slide. We, got, we must stay charged, and this is a quote that God gave me, you must stay charged to fulfill the charge of the one who's in charge. I'm going to say it again. You must stay charged to fulfill the charge of the one who's in charge. We are charged to walk in a manner worthy of God. 1 Thessalonians 2 and 12, as Paul was saying to the church of Thessalonica, he's like, he kept saying all through the text about the hope of Christ coming back, <laughs> him coming back, him coming back. We, we could see outside, we could see in our government, we could see having earthquakes in Michigan a few years ago. I mean, what Jesus has already spoken, it is coming into fruition. Can I get a couple of witnesses there? And so we are seeing the, the, the things that are taking place where Jesus said there are going to be rumors of wars, there's going to be earthquakes. And I'm going to add hurricanes. There's going to be a different uh, events happening. And there's going to be fighting amongst the brethren. And Paul is saying to us, stay charged. Stay charged. Don't give up. 
we still have hope in the Word of God and how we stay charged, this Word and believing in this Word. I have this up here for a reason. I had a young lady who I, I'm also a personal trainer, and she is a faithful watcher of one of these news. I'm not going to mention it because I might not be back. They'd be like, no, Joe, don't bring them back. But she, it's one of those uh, news uh, channels that's up there that she really loves. And she told me there is only one true news. And, I, and she said the name. I was like, what? And you are a Christian. And I say, are you sure? Because there's only one true news, and that is the gospel. Amen. All right. So don't get caught up in the, the world and in, 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 in the news and the TVs because they have an agenda. And what they want to do is to cause discord and dissension and cause the brethren to not focus on what the truth is. And the truth is we have a risen Savior named Jesus Christ. And the truth is that he's coming back for his church. And the truth is whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have what? Come on, church. So that's the truth of the gospel. But it broke my heart because this individual was saying that they believe that this is the truth. You're watching MSNBC, you're watching Fox News, and you're believing that more than the word. Be careful. Be careful because the enemy comes like he, I think as Paul said, it's, it's like a, um, a little leaven that, that, that uh, affects the whole lump. So if you just have a little poison in, um, in the milk, just a little bit, it's enough to poison a whole family or a whole of community. And you have to be careful even as yourself as what you're engaging in each day, that you're not allowing the enemy to take away the power that God has given you. Because what I remember when I had the Walkman is that I started listening to it and all of a sudden it just I was like, whoa, what is going on? I looked, the light was on. It said I need to be charged or get some new batteries. Our life gets like that, and if we get drained by the stuff that's ungodly, it pulls us away from what the truth is. That's what Paul was saying. He said, look, the church of Galatia, look, what happened? At the beginning, you guys embraced me. He said this in chapter 1. He said, y'all embraced me when I was there. He said, like, you didn't even know me, and you were so into the Word. What happened? So I'm, I'm, I'm challenging you, church, and myself. What happened? What's going on? We cannot allow the enemy to take our eye off what's really truth. It says, now the works of the flesh are evident. I'm not going to read all of them, but I highlighted the few I want you to see, right in the middle. Fits of anger. When you're watching the shows, and I picked the television because I hear so much about it, 
and people are getting apologists. I'm not going to talk about politics. You know, one thing that God has already said in Romans 13, that we honor those who are in the government system. But remember what Jesus said, that the government is upon what? His shoulder. And so I vote for Jesus. Anybody with me? <laughs> but I hear so many of fits of anger, rivalries. Say, say, say right there, go back, go back. We have rivalries, dissensions, divisions, envy. I see a lot of that. I hear a lot of that. And it's over the things that we're watching. I can't get caught up in Black Lives Matters. Because what, what matters is all lives matters through Jesus Christ. We know that there's killing that's going on, but evil been going on since the garden. But one thing we know, one thing that matters is that if someone die, if they know Christ, they're going to be in paradise with Christ forevermore. That's the tragedy when someone do not know Christ. You know, you can have black lives, whatever, what, whatever the matters that we're talking about on this earth. If this doesn't line up with Christ, it doesn't really matter. And I'm, I'm saying that these issues that we're having, that we should not look at. But it's a tragedy when we overlook the true tragedy, which is um, those who are dying and not accepting Christ and going to be in a fire, in a lake of fire for eternity. Don't you think that's tragic? That's tragic, right? Is that tragic? Yes, it's tragic. And Paul is saying, look, we have the opportunity to reach and to go beyond because now we have a live and risen Savior. Go to the next one. But the fruit of the Spirit. So when you have the Spirit, now, think of this. When you think of fruit, you think of a tree that has fruit, right? But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such things, there is no law. Now, Paul going to transition into Galatians 6, but I just want to put this thought into your mind, before we go right there, a tree doesn't eat up its own fruit. I've never seen a tree eat its own fruit. We are empowered to empower someone else. Look at verse 1 of what Galatians uh, 6 says. Paul said like this, brothers, if anyone is caught in any transgression." You who are spiritual should restore him in a spirit of what? Whoa, wait a minute. Y'all see that? Let's, let's go back to that slide before. And what's the fruit of the Spirit? The fruit of the Spirit says is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, and gentleness. Let's go back to that scripture. So, what I want to highlight is, you're only going to give out what you produce. And if you're not empowered by the right source, you're going to give out the wrong source of fruit. If you are hooked to the right source, 
you're going to give the right source of fruit. Because it says that the tree is known by what? The fruit that it bears. And so keep watch on yourself lest you be tempted. So the spirit of gentleness only comes if you are charged and connected with Christ. So then, as we have the opportunity in Galatians 6.10, let us do good to everyone, especially those who are in the household of faith. I just want to remind you before I take my seat of Christ Jesus. As we are um, celebrating this um, Palm um, Sunday, and I said Psalms, I'm so sorry about that. But Palm Sunday, the significance of the palm is the palm branches is that it represents victory. If you've seen the Olympics, if you have noticed the, uh, the Greeks back in the day when they celebrated victory, they handed them a palm branch. Jesus had to be put up on a tree, as scripture said. But think about it. He became the fruit for everyone. He gave his life, and he died, and he resurrected. And so now we are one single multi-ethnic family. And I just want to tell you this. As Paul said in Galatians 3.28, he said, there's neither Jew nor Greek neither slave nor free. There is no male or female, for you are all in Christ Jesus. Joe Miller is my brother I've been looking for all my life. (laughs) And I love him dearly. And my thing is, we don't look alike, but we have the same father. It's what Paul is saying And we have to push this even more with this we are one single multi-ethnic family. Just a few days ago, we were all down in the inner city. People looking different in the inner city. Your pastor is not just preaching this. He's living it. Are you going to follow as well? Because we are the church. And if the church is not going to be together, then how are we going to continue the love movement of Christ? Church, I'm so glad to be able to spend time with you today and to um, celebrate Christ with you. Let us pray. We are one single multi-ethnic family. Lord, I'm just so thankful for what you endured for us how you was an example for us, and you still are. But when you were walking um, among us in the flesh, you demonstrated how a Christian life should look like, how you prayed and how you stay connected with the Father to be empowered so you can be able to produce and give to others because we are empowered to empower others. And so, Father, I pray that my brothers and sisters here will not allow 
the ways of this world to influence us to do evil, that we will not um, take our guards down, but we will stay guarded up with the breastplate of righteousness and having the, the, the sword of the Spirit, Lord God, able to attack and cut out the enemy at any time. I thank you for the resurrection of Christ and that I pray that you will resurrect anyone who are in darkness, who do not know Christ. But I also pray for those who have been weary, that know you, that you will charge them. Empower us, Lord, today. We thank you. And may you be with us continuously. Amen.